Hello and welcome to Film Cincinnati's Masterclass Podcast, produced by Film Cincinnati, a not-for-profit organization dedicated to attracting, promoting, and cultivating film, television, and commercial production throughout Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky. I'm your host, Betsy Ross, and in this edition we talk with casting director D. Lynn Myers. Now, you may know her best as the artistic director for the Ensemble Theater in Cincinnati, but she's known in Hollywood as the casting director for such movies as The Killing of a Sacred Deer, Dark Waters, Carol, and more. In today's Masterclass, she talks about getting into the business, the challenges, and the rewards of the film industry. Lynn, thank you for being with us. So happy to be here. How did you get into the casting business? Was this an offshoot of your work at Ensemble, or how did you get started in it? It was a surprising offshoot that started many years ago when I was at Cincinnati Playhouse. And for many years at Cincinnati Playhouse, I worked with KST in their productions. So one day I got a phone call from a producer who said, hey, I'm shooting a, a TV movie in Cincinnati, and I need somebody to do location casting. And I said, oh, you mean, like, find local actors to be in it? And he said, yes. And I go, oh, I can do that. And, of course, I had never done it before. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, I fell in love with it. I thought, what kind of job could be better than a job getting people jobs that they want and serving the artistic vision of a director and a producer? So it all started with one little TV movie, which grew to my first feature, Shawshank Redemption, which grew from there. And how extraordinary to be able to do something I love that I did extensively in New York and L.A., but to be able to do that here in Cincinnati. How do you get the word out personally? How do you get the word out to production companies that you can help them cast? Or do they just come to you? Well, I think a lot of it is spread because of the wonderful people we've had in Cincinnati. So um, my connections in Los Angeles followed me. I never changed my phone number. So my cell phone number still makes people think I'm in California. <laughs> um, so so those folks that I worked for in L.A. and in New York still know how to find me there. But, but most importantly, the people like Todd Haynes and Don Cheadle, who have worked here in Cincinnati and have been so happy with the talent here, they've been the ones to spread the word about the great work that Film Cincinnati is doing and how important our region is in terms of the marketplace. Not just architecture, but people. Really wonderfully talented people. Walk me through kind of a typical, I'm sure there's not one production that is typical, but walk me through a little bit of the process Mm -hmm. of what you have to do, let's talk about your part first, and then okay. we'll talk about the extras and the casting, the actors second. Okay. But um, when you get a call that says, I need to find X number of people mm-hmm. for extras or for speaking roles, what's the first thing do you do? Do you look at the script? Do mm-hmm. you talk to the director? What's your process? Uh, the first step, um, the only thing that's always the same is the first step, and that is the phone call and the script. So I look at that script, and I look at it in a very deep dive way. I uh, think of it as diagramming a sentence from back in school. I take it and I pull it apart, and I look at if they have leads cast, 
for example, you know, it, 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 in Miles Ahead, we knew Don Cheadle was going to play, you know, play Miles. So if we knew that, if we um, if we know that, that's 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 a standard, right? Um, but mostly, what you do is you look at the piece and you start to set, to section out the speaking roles that you think can be cast locally. And I always think most of them can, and most of them are. And then you try to do um, different meetings. Then you set up meetings. Sometimes it's a producer. Sometimes it's an assistant director. Sometimes it's a line producer. Sometimes it's the director itself. And you work with them, and you say, all right, how does this look? How does this feel? Get an energy, because, you know, a play about suburban American can look a hundred thousand different ways. So you get inside their vision, and then my job is to make sure that I try to find people that execute that vision. So it's not a numbers game at first. It's really about the product and how can we serve the product. So with the recent Todd Haynes film, it was this beautiful, beautiful movie about social justice and about a fight. So there's a certain look to corporate America that's fighting as opposed to corporate America that's resting. And um, it's all about kind of falling in love with the faces and the people and saying, here you go. I think this will work. So we've talked about your part of the mm-hmm. casting. Let's talk about those people mm-hmm. because... Everybody wants to be in the movies, you know, (laughs) and if you say that you don't, you're not telling the truth. Everybody wants to be in a movie. They should. I mean, (laughs) to begin with, I think you should want to be in a movie. I think you should want to be in a movie for a lot of good reasons. Sure, it's great to see yourself on the giant screen. It's wonderful for your friends and family, but think about this. You know, my life is producing great theater. That's my life. That's the core of who I am. Socially strong, conscious theater. That's what I do in ensemble. But if you do a film and it lasts forever, if you have something to say in that film or you have a look that gets caught on camera, that's a tiny slice of immortality. So all of these films over all of these decades, pieces of them still exist. You know, to this day, I get a call when Shawshank is rerun at (laughs) 3 o'clock in the morning in Australia or something. Um, It lasts. The beauty of theater is it's immediate. It's in the moment, and it's never the same again. You can do the same play for 100 years. It will every single performance be different. In film, if you're in film and you catch that moment, you act in that moment, even if you say, open the door, if that's your line, it's forever. So who doesn't want a part of forever? And I don't think, I really don't think this. I really don't think you have to be a speaking part to really understand how dramatic a part of a film you are. If you think about the prison yard scene in Shawshank, just as an example from long ago, you think about that prison yard scene and those faces. That movie the heart of that movie was standing in that prison yard with a hundred extras dressed in prison uniforms. Are they any less important than somebody who might have said, hey there, and got paid a little bit different money? So immortality, being a part of something that's forever, and serving a vision of a, of a mar- marvelous director. We have marvelous directors here. That's why to be at a movie. It's not easy work. 
<laughs> That's what everybody says. It's like long hours, yes. weird hours. Yes. You work all night. Yes. Uh, the public filmed mostly all night because they were using the library. Marvelous people at the library who welcomed that film in. But yeah, 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, um, that happens. And if you're in a film, whether you're called to do a line or whether you're called to be an extra, you better plan for a whole day. Um, the worst thing you can do is say yes and start a day and leave. That you cannot do. If I have you on camera at 6 o'clock in the morning and I need you still at 6 o'clock at night, I need you there. So it's not for the uh, you know faint-hearted. If I want to be an extra, mm-hmm. I'm living here in the greater Cincinnati mm-hmm. area or wherever I live, and I want to be an extra... What do I do? How do I get started? Well, there's all kinds of ways, but simple, simple, simple ways. First of all, there's a website, Dylan Myers Casting, that has all the notices up all the time of everything that we're looking for. And, and mind you, that's just not big feature films. Sometimes I'll get a call that they're shooting a commercial in Cincinnati, or they're shooting an industrial, or they're shooting a public service announcement, uh, and they want people for that. And um, more often than not, it's been great, especially for those organizations that are not-for-profit, that need good actors, and they might be able to pay a little something, but you might be able to serve a greater good. Um, check that Dylan Myers casting website. It has all the posts all the time. You can also respond to it. You can send your pictures to it. You can send your pictures and your email address uh, so that I know how to find you. Uh, that's easy. If indeed a film gets announced, then Film Cincinnati always sets up an extra site. So if you hear about a movie coming to town and it's on the radio and it's on the news and it's everywhere and you're interested, if you look to the Film Cincinnati site, it'll direct you to an extra site or a site, for example, where they maybe they don't want you, but they want your car. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> Sometimes it's really important that we get a 1979 Camaro, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so between Film Cincinnati site and the Dylan Myers casting site, those are free opportunities. I think it's really important for people interested in being in films, especially as extras. You do not ever, ever, ever pay for the privilege of being in a film. It's the other way around. We pay you. So a lot of times I think actors are misled because they hear about casting calls where they have to pay. That is just wrong. It is wrong in every single way. We pay actors. Actors don't pay to act. And I think that's important for people to know, particularly someone just getting in the business. Uh, because you can be taken for granted. I can honestly say, and I am a member of the Casting Society of America, so one of the reasons that we exist is to maintain ethics in casting, to make sure that actors are, are taken care of and paid as opposed to being exploited. You mentioned the talent mm-hmm. pool that is here in this mm-hmm. area, and if you watch enough movies made in Cincinnati, you start to see familiar faces. You do, you do. How do I work my way up from being an extra to being one of those more familiar faces that has a line or two every once in a while? Well, and sometimes it's not even working your way up. I mean, we have pulled people from an extra's call that looked exactly right to have a line. So you can go to an extra's call and you might not necessarily be guy crossing the street. You may be exactly what we need to be the waiter in the diner, for example. Um, So 
there's a big open book when you say you're interested in what you might do. Um, as far as doing more speaking roles or just getting more experience, there are so many opportunities every day in Cincinnati to be performing between the professional theaters, all of whom have open local calls, and ensemble included, every December, um, to fringe festival shows, which have hundreds of actors that participate, either creating their own work or being part of, of other people's work. There's really good community theaters here in Cincinnati, uh, theaters where people have other day jobs and they do good shows in the evening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, great community theaters that do you can be a dentist by day and an actor by night (laughs) I would say go and see everything you can go and see all of the little shows and the big shows and do rush tickets if you want to but see what's happening in the city because in the city also volunteerism is such a driving part of who we are so if you volunteer to work on some of the events that happen in the city you're going to meet more people and more people know more people Uh, but I think there's a misconception that you have to be discovered at the corner of 12th and Vine, having just (laughs) left Taste of Belgium or something. Um, We look for you. We want you to be good. We want to find those great faces. We want to find those people that have a heart and good, strong feet, you know, to be on set for a 12 to 18-hour day. It's not... um, it's, It's a misconception to think, oh, I could never possibly do that. I can't begin to tell you all the people who thought that that have been in, in, uh, in films. There was a wonderful doctor. There is a wonderful doctor here in Cincinnati, world-famous doctor in Cincinnati. Just happened to be in the last film shot here. He was, you know, he was an extra. He had a number. He had a name for his character, and he had a blast. And, um, and who knows? There may be a day that I need him. My, I have the most wonderful dentist, Barry Applegate, and I called him in um, to be a mean dentist in a movie once, but he didn't look mean enough. So, <laughs> sometimes just being who you are helps. You know, it's wonderful when you think about. If you think about, there's no limit to what a film can do and who you can be. You can be somebody from the past or the future or or the present. You can be someone from another planet or from Cincinnati, Ohio. And there's a place for you in that. It is just about recognizing that being in the film is an enormous opportunity. And if you count the words you have or if you count the moments that you're in on the film because a lot of things get cut when it gets gets made, um, you're not counting on the bigger picture. The bigger picture is you were part of something that will last forever. And could be shown at midnight, somewhere, some place in this world. Somewhere at this world. I you know, the at Sundance this year with, with Film Cincinnati, I was I was very happy to be there and uh, extremely wicked, violent, evil didn't show till almost midnight uh, uh, Idaho time. So, um, so you know, it was really cool to think that people in Cincinnati at three o'clock in the morning were being premiered uh, to be premiered at Sundance. But, but miles ahead, and Carol, these amazing films, um, you know, they're very, very dear to my heart. The public, people all around this country are talking about the passionate difference that film's making. And yes, if you were in that that pool of, of folks that were in the library or you were an extra on that street, you bet you were up at 2, 3, 4, 5 in the morning. And I know the vast majority of them went to work at their regular job the next day. 
but what a story to tell. Have you ever been an extra in a movie? No, I have not. Do you want to? I have worked plenty of times wrangling extras on movies. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be an extra? I have been in a few movies, but... um, but uh, only because there was a, a certain need for a certain thing or it was a certain message that I wanted to be part of. Um, and I, they, they really don't need most people like me as extras. They need far more interesting people uh, as extras. I would do it in a heartbeat if I were needed because I, again, I just believe so much that, that doing that is part of, of, of being alive right now. The videos that are happening, the, um, the industrials that are happening, the, the small little features as well as the big films. Look at the market. I mean, look at Netflix and all these companies. There's a movie made a minute in this world, so why not? Why not have that? If even you know, if you're 15 now, it's something to tell your 15 year old. You know, years from now, uh, if you're 96 now, it's something to tell. You know, those generations behind you. Oh yeah, I just did that, and uh, I love the fact that that many and many of my extras are well into their 80s and their 90s, and they are healthy and they're vibrant and they're terrific. And there was, there was a lady um, that we cast just a few films ago. And I'm not sure if they're going to change the name of it, so I won't mention the name of it. But she must have been an extra for us a dozen times. And uh, my associate, Becca Shaw, looked at me and said, oh, what about her? And I'm like, yeah, what about her? <laughs> she walked in and boom, she nailed it. She got the, she got the role. So um, don't think of it as competition. Think of it as opportunities. And think of it as a collective group of people putting in everything you can do to make something great. So whether you run a camera or you're behind the camera or you're setting up the marks on the, on the ground where to put the camera or whether you're in front of the camera, you're part of a singular experience that, that will touch, touch millions and millions of lives. When you give someone an opportunity like this, mm-hmm. when you see that they really, really appreciate mm-hmm. it and they're really enjoying it and they really are in the moment, what does that mean to you personally when you see somebody just get in front of that camera and absolutely blossom? It's thrilling. It is the best day when somebody will call or send an email and say, oh my gosh, you're never going to believe what happened yesterday. Or, you know, I got a call. I was sitting on a bench next to Mark Ruffalo and Tim Robbins. You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm an extra. Can I sit there? And they're like, well, of course you can sit there. There's a seat. So, it's so, um, for me, it's the pay. For me, that's what feeds me. Uh, for me, my income stream is happiness. So if somebody had a great day on set or they got to watch, I remember people calling and telling me about watching Kate Blanchett shoot those scenes in Carol or watching Don Cheadle, who is just a genius there's no other word for him. A genius. Watching the extras, having the extras call me and say, I was on set. I watched him go behind the camera, set up a shot, step in front of it, do a scene, turn around, change background, and go back to being Miles. That is an experience you will never forget. So for me, I want you to get the job. My job is to get you the job. Right? My job is to make sure that the director's job and the producer's jobs go better. And I believe a big part of my job being here in Cincinnati 
is showcasing the extraordinary, extraordinary talent, beautiful faces, wonderful people that we have. Because we have all of that architecturally. We have great geography. But without people, you can't make a movie. Lynn Myers, thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure, Betsy. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for Film Cincinnati's Masterclass. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can continue to hear from the professionals active today in the TV and film business. Film Cincinnati's Masterclass is produced by Film Cincinnati, Kristen Schlottman, Executive Director. I'm Betsy Ross, and to learn more about how you can contribute to the mission of Film Cincinnati, visit filmcincinnati.com.